Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In this episode, I will share the story of how life evolved to me after the loss of my husband. I was two weeks old in a new company when my husband died. I was lucky to have a very supportive new boss, but devastated as I was because of my husband's death, I also knew then that I was hired because of a new product launch where I was badly needed to lead a team. And I did then what I know how to do best. That is to keep myself very busy whenever I have problems or challenges that I know I have to face, but one where I refuse to dwell in. Looking back now, I am grateful that I have something that has kept me so busy. So two days after his funeral, I was back at work in Singapore. What has been very difficult for me then was the thought of being away from my daughters. I knew how much of an impact it was them losing their dad. They were used to spending all their weekends with him. He would prepare for the weekend and pick them up on Friday evenings from their dormitories where they stay during weekdays. He would bring them back home to our family house where he would prepare and cook nice meals for them, and he would devote his weekend just for them until it would be time to send them back on Sunday evenings to their dormitories. He used to always tell me on Sunday evenings when we chat how it is the most lonely time of the week for him when he would be alone at home with our little dog and the helper. So with his death, I know it was a change of routine for my girls. But more than that, it was coping with the loss without me by their side and them being away from each other in their own dormitories. And like me, I knew then their coping mechanism was to bury themselves in their studies. I think all the three of us were grateful we were distracted by the busyness of our lives and we're somehow just hoping one day we will wake up and find ourselves feeling okay with the change in our lives. Trying to go back to our usual lives was not easy. And coming out of it now, I realized that what was the most difficult about moving on was going back to the company of the same people you know. I am very sure that the intention was good to comfort and to console to let me know that if I need help, they are there. But what I dreaded most then was when someone would come to me and ask me, how am I doing? How am I coping? 
I hated it when someone would ask me the questions, How are you? Are you okay? Because those questions force me to look for answers and reminds me every time that I'm not okay. So I avoided friends. I avoided being with people who knows me and my husband. I avoided anyone who would ask me, are you okay? And what I can share to someone who is going through this now and not feeling okay yet is this. It is okay not to feel okay. Each person going through a loss would have their own healing period. For some short, for some may take years. It has taken me years to, uh, to answer back that I am okay. And even until now, there are moments when I will still cry and get sad. I guess when you lose someone very dear to you, the void and the pain will stay with you forever. The intensity just lessens with time, but it will definitely stay with you. I realize now that what is important is to avoid being crippled by that pain. Each of us may have our own coping mechanism. It will be different, but we must find ways to cope. Whenever I feel sad and remember my husband, I try to focus on the happy times we had, on the dreams we made together. I would focus on the fact that if he is alive today, I am sure we will be working together to achieve those dreams, especially the ones we have for our children. And that gives me the strength and the purpose to move on. Because we will never want to disappoint the person we love when they are alive, right? So why would we disappoint them when they are gone and we are the only one left to fulfill those dreams for our children? I focus on the good things he has brought to my life, wonderful daughters who need and appreciate me. I focus that I am not alone and that I am still needed. And what helped me look forward to life was doing the things I would have wanted to do then, but cannot because of my responsibilities as a wife. Remember as a wife and mother, sometimes when we are drowning with our wife and mommy duties, we would sometimes think, oh, I wish I can do this, I wish I can do that. But we cannot because we put our husband and our children on top of our priority list before ourselves. I went back to what those things were and started doing them. For me, it is traveling alone, having nice meals alone, just having my me time as much as I can. Little by little, I get used to the idea that from now on, I need to know how to enjoy doing things on my own most of the time. And I realize that travels where I do not have to think of anyone of sleeping in until I want and need to, of eating whenever and wherever I want without thinking if my husband or my children would like it too, of planning exactly how my day will go without worrying about anyone's like and preferences, I found out that having all this makes being alone again not so bad after all. Loss of someone dear to us will not be easy no matter what positive thoughts we put in our minds or whatever comforting words we hear from the people around us supporting us. But I always remember that it is okay to be sad and 
going to be sad for a long time. But like any other sad event or misfortune that happens in my life, I see to it that I set a deadline for being frustrated, for mourning and grieving, for not feeling okay. Life must go on is a cliche, but really it must. Having a beautiful person who came into our life and made us happy is something to be grateful for. Let's do justice for that person we love by letting them continue to be a positive influence and inspiration in our lives, even when they are already physically have left us. It is the only way to continue to love and be grateful for them and make the happy memories linger until forever. I hope my sharing will help you in your own journey of coping or moving on. I would love to hear your thoughts about my sharing. Connect with me through my Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, and check my website at cotapult.com, www.cotapult.com. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration, and I'll speak to you soon.